Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. with that mic in your hand. It's time for school. Rock school. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. But I can't tell you how many times I had a listener look at me and say, you know, I didn't think you'd look like that. And I know what that means. (laughs) I know exactly what that means. As a matter of fact, it became such a consistent joke. Uh People would call and say, what do you look like? I would say I'm a 75-year-old Italian woman. Class is it. This is the Rock School Radio Show here on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. You are? I am Tammy Burns. Tammy, you know this about me, but maybe the audience doesn't. I did my first radio show when I was 17 years old. Right. I then did the first radio show where somebody paid me to be a disc jockey when I was 18 years old. Nice. I didn't quit professional radio until I was 29 and was accepted into a Ph.D. program. Right. Okay. In terms of radio, there's all these little urban legends that get thrown around. And one of the legends is of the disc jockey who barricades himself inside of the studio mm-hmm. and then plays the same song again and again and again and again and again until, I don't know, the police come and shoot him for yes. some reason. Right. And what's funny about it is it's really an urban myth of the world of radio that some disc jockey did this. So I'm looking over top of the, because I told you I do the seven days and 70 seconds before the show. Right. Because it normally ends up with some kind of topic. January 23rd, 1991, the Albuquerque Classic Radio Station KLSK plays Stairway to Heaven for 24 hours straight. Ooh. To show they were forming a new format. Okay. They were going classic rock. Ooh, that's scary, huh? This happened when I was at a radio station in Pennsylvania. One of our competitors decided to, and this was so poorly executed, what they did is they decided to, they were kind of a top 40 station. Then they went classic rock right. for a day. right. And it, it garnered press. Mm-hmm. And then the next day at midnight, they changed and they went country. Yep. And then the next day they went, I don't remember, something, oldies. And the thing was, they, they were trying to garner, you know, this this idea that we're going to change our format. It's going to be fantastic and all that kind of stuff. They made fun of us, the other radio station, because uh-huh. it was really my radio show and that radio show's morning show that were fighting each other. And they were making fun of us. In fact, when I was on doing a morning show one time, I even said, folks, turn the dial. I know you're not supposed to say this when you're on radio, but go turn the dial. They're making fun of us and they're doing it poorly. At the end of the three or four or five days of doing different formats, Mm -hmm. they said, you know what? We're going to stay as we were. No. Because we were better. Oh, people wrote letters to the, you know, to the uh, newspaper in town Mm -hmm. saying, what a stupid trick. What a horrible trick. 
And this idea of the disc jockey barricading himself inside is always seemingly a, an urban myth. It didn't happen. Well, yes, it did. And Uh it's happened numerous times. And so what I did, because of that thing about Stairway to Heaven, I decided to start looking around to see if I couldn't find some actual, supported, sourced disc jockeys who barricaded themselves in and played the same song again and again and again. And why they did it. Here's the one we're going to play. Paul Young, not the singer, 27-year-old disc jockey in Herndon's WVBK, Washington Radio. Uh, The horoscope read, a successful career maneuver could be accomplished today. Well, Mr. Young, at 27 years old, with an undeveloped brain, he locked himself in the studio and played, take this job and shove it for 24 hours straight. Oh, no. He was protesting his $100 a week salary. Oh. Once the owners agreed to meet with him, he quit. So that's one time it actually did happen. And I have a few others for you throughout the rest of the show. Here you go. Take the job, shove it on Rock School. Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. A woman done left and took all the reason I was working for. You better not. You better not try to stand in my way as I'm walking out the door. Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. Take this job and shove it. Okay, off air, you said... That this idea of a disc jockey Uh or somebody else barricading themselves inside of the studio and playing the same song again and again and again. And by the way, I thought seriously about this show. No matter what content I said, play the same song again and again and again. But you couldn't do it, could you? No, I couldn't because it's the idea of it, it, it. How long would it be funny? The first time. Yeah, the mm-hmm. fact that I played another song again. Right. Uh, I, I don't, and then I would turn it off and go, oh, he's that's just right. nuts. Bye-bye. I, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. So when you said that that idea of barricading yourself in reminds you of the Clint Eastwood movie, and I said, do you mean play Misty for me? And you said, yeah. I... I loathe that movie. Why? I loathe Why? that movie. It's a great movie. I loathe that movie and also the song by Harry Chapin. I am the morning DJ mm-hmm. at W-O-L-D-D-D-D. I'll tell you why. Because it has created this idea of a disc jockey as a character. And as a disc jockey as a character, we are all 
alcoholics. We are all depressed. We are all a song away from taking our own lives. I worked in radio for God knows how many years, 12 professionally. Uh And to be honest with you, I never met that person. You had a bunch of great people that you worked with. Yeah, I never met that person. I'll tell you the one thing about working at a radio station is everybody in the room is the funniest person in the room. That's right. And they're here to prove it to you. But that idea of the disc jockey who's ready at just a moment's notice to the, the what's the what's the nightfly by Donald Fagan? Listen mm-hmm. to that. The the disc jockey's ready to kill himself. You know what I loved about radio? Not Working true. at a radio station. Go ahead. It was the most fun it I was. had ever had in my life. It I was. went to work every day and laughed and had a great time. There it, was always a joke going on. It was because radio people exist with bits. We live for bits. We live for the next laugh. Even when you're having a conversation, you're trying out the next <laughs> bit on the person you're talking to. Plus, I mean, not that you're ugly now, but my God, when you were 24 and started working at my radio station, you were hot as the sun. Oh, thank you, baby. So guys were doing their best to talk you up. Aw. And the one we're going to play in 1996 in New Zealand. A 21-year-old man burst into a radio station, it's called Star FM, had a gun, took the manager hostage, and walked him and himself into the studio, and then required that the disc jockey who was on the air play Rainbow Connection by Kermit the Frog for the next 12 hours. The song played about five times, the guy lost his nerve, and the police broke in and tackled him. But the song played a bunch of times, and that one's true. So here you go, Rainbow Connection. Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. Ha! Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. I'm not going to play that song again and again. Here's Kermit on Rock School. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? And what's on the other side? Alright, coming out of Kermit the Frog, who really isn't all that attractive, uh, I gotta be honest with you, why did you marry a disc jockey? Because we are a living disappointment. No, we're not ready to kill each other, but I can't tell you how many times I had a listener look at me and say, you know, I didn't think you'd look like that. And I know what that means. (laughs) I know exactly what that means. As a matter of fact, it became such a consistent joke. Uh People would call and say, what do you look like? I would say I'm a 75-year-old Italian woman. That's right. What do you think I look like, babe? Yeah, no kidding. I mean, I know what you expect. Matthew McConaughey to walk out and go, Hi, disc jockey here. But no, we got into radio for one reason. What's the old joke? The radio face? There you go. <laughs> That's it. You you talked about a guy, and I won't say his name because I think he listens. No, but, he doesn't. Oh, he does. He's back over in the U.K. He won, what, Disc Jockey of the Year in the oh, newspaper? All like, the time. Three times? Yeah. And, I mean, I, you said to me, I came to work, and I thought, my God, I'm going to get to meet. Mm-mm-mm. Right. And you looked at him and went, oh, 
Well, that's too bad. <laughs> but you know what? What? He was the guy in Love Actually that came to right. the States. Right. And every single woman fell just in love with him. fell in love with him. Absolutely fell in love with him. You're not kidding. They would call the radio station and say... What is this uh, like? Yeah. And I'd go, oh, he's wonderful. Oh, he's wonderful. He's, he's six feet tall. He looks a tremendous <laughs> amount like uh, you know an Englishman should look. Oh. Good teeth, by the way. Oh. Good teeth. And what killed girls as well is he was married. Uh-huh. The nighttime guy was the one that wasn't married. Right. Now, I was the guy who was unmarried as well, but couldn't get a date. Doggone it. Here we move. Madison, Wisconsin, Z104. DJ Donnie Jane Danger locked himself in the studio and played I'm Too Sexy from Right Said Fred over and over again for hours and hours and hours. But what was good about it, he didn't play the same version again. He did the remix, the instrumental, the Spanish what version. What a smart guy. What a guy. How did it all end? And by the way, he Not never well, he huh? never went on the air and said why he was doing it. He just did it. Whoa. And I, my assumption is he wanted to get fired and he wanted to go out with a bang. Yes. And uh, like we did Love with it. the like we did with the milk lady and all that. I'll tell you that story in a minute. But it, it what was funny is when you were dealing with overnights, the ratings went up. And that's that's my that's my concern about this. Let's say we decided to play the same dang song. Mm-hmm. How long would it go? Twenty minutes, thirty minutes before you went? Okay, this is stupid. Right. And just walked away. He never said why he was doing it. It raised the ratings on the radio station, and the reason it ended was because management simply walked over and threw the switch on the plate on the transmitter. Right. They shut the radio station oh down. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> then the guy was arrested and taken away. To my question is, what were you arrested for? Really? What? You played the same song and over and over again. Where is that a law? You know what? The yeah. radio station was probably owned by a bunch of lawyers. You know it was. <laughs> Mine were. Here you go. Right said Fred on Rock School. I'm too sexy for my love. Too sexy for my love. Love's going to leave me. Okay, coming into the first break, I told you that that fella, Johnny Danger, I wonder if that's his real name. It is. It is. How how many doctors work in radio that do not have a medical degree nor a PhD? I'm thinking thousands. (laughs) What's your name? Doc Brock. Really? Doctor of what? Love. Shut up. Dr. John. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm not sure that Dr. John had a degree either. In in terms of this guy, Johnny Danger, playing I'm Too Sexy, but he played all the different kinds, Mm -hmm. I can't support this. I don't know if it's true, and I really think it was just a disc jockey story that was then intended to get disc jockeys to attempt to be able to name as many as they could. Right. There's a story of a radio station in the Midwest Ain't it always where between owners, a disc jockey 
barricaded himself inside of the studio and played I Heard It Through the Grapevine again and again and again. Right. This is where it becomes BS. No name, no call letters, no date, no nothing. But then it becomes where somebody goes, huh, I heard it through the grapevine. Because the story goes that he did it by playing every version of I Heard It Through the Grapevine that he could come up with. Right. Not just one version again and again and again. Uh Uh-huh. Which is why I think it's a disc jockey bit where you're trying to get to other people. So I went to Spotify and I looked it up. There's over a hundred versions of the song. No. CCR, Dusty Springfield, Marvin Gaye, Ike and Tina Turner, Michael McDonald's, King Curtis, Temptations, Edward Starr, Joe Cocker, Ella Fitzgerald, Vanilla Fudge, The Undisputed Truth, and The California Raisins. Yes. Uh, which then goes on and on, which makes me believe. Yeah, it was true. It's a, it's a big giant piece of horse manure. Oh, no, I believe it. Oh, do you? Yeah, why the, not? Who's listening to us? KNHS. Lafayette, Louisiana. They would never do anything like that. Back with another story of a disc jockey who barricaded himself into the studio and played the same song again and again. Back in a minute on Rock School. of the break i cannot believe i don't know this story better because i worked right near this thing hit me a guy named bill cameron 30 years old repeatedly played rock rock till you drop because he was sick of his radio station's light rock format (laughs) wwks they were in beaver falls pennsylvania when? A little north of Pittsburgh. I don't have a year on this. I wish I did. Uh-oh. He started playing the song at 7 p.m. on a Wednesday and quit 42 hours later. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. The bosses denied any connection between the stunt and the fact that they switched to a new format. But the fact still remains. 42 hours. What is that? Just short of two days? Insanity is what it is. Rock, rock till you drop. When the general manager, Jim Harris, was interviewed, it said, or he said, that this fella just probably had a pathological hatred for Elton John. Now, that sounds to me like a bit. Am I telling you disc jockeys do nothing but bits? Yeah. I get the feeling that this fella... That, that What's his name? Where's my piece of paper here? Bill Cameron. Mm-hmm. I think Bill Cameron hit the computer and yep. it just played it again and again and again. And he went to sleep there in the studio. Agree. Which I have done. <gasps> Put on a half hour show and went to sleep in the studio and set an alarm clock. 
I have done that. So that sounds like a bit. But the fact still remains, 42 hours. At what point? I, I guess they expect the audience to keep checking back. Okay, it's still happening. Check back four hours later. Oh, it's still happening. Because no one is going to listen to that song that many times in a row. That's I, wouldn't like a, call, I wouldn't call in either because I would just think, you know how what? How long is it going to go? They're changing something. How long is it going to go? Something's broken. But I'm telling you, if you want listen to that, what a water torture trick. I'm telling you. Here you go. It's Def Leppard. Rock, rock until you... Drop here on Rock School. to the bottom of the hour, Joe Kohlhofer. Really, Joe? You, you're going to go on the air with Kohlhofer? This is the time to change your name. It is. You might have wanted to go with Doc Brock, if you would, because Brock rhymes with Doc. And by the way, if your name was Justin mm-hmm. and you were in radio, your name became Justin Case. Ooh. Or just in time. Ooh. Or just in before I beat the living crud out of Ooh. you. Anyway, Joe Kohlhofer. And by the way, I had to take a separate name because I was working for two radio stations and I had signed two non-compete agreements. Yeah, you did. And so I changed my name. Not that my voice wouldn't have given away that it was me and the radio station was less than 20 miles from the other radio <laughs> station. But they, I thought to myself, I've got to change my name. What did you change it to? Well, I did a radio show on the weekends. It was an all-request radio show, so I talked to listeners who probably could pick up the other radio station. And it went from, I think, 2 to 5. It might, I think it was a three-hour show. So I referred to myself as, and I'm embarrassed to say this, I referred to myself as the Jive Till Five. <gasps> Thank you very much. Oh, Thank you much, everybody. I May- cannot be with you. Not anymore. Anyway, Joe Kohlhofer, who's an Australian DJ, barricaded himself into the studio and played Last Christmas by Wham. It was July. Listeners called in. This is why I think this is a bit. Uh-huh. Listeners called in. Joel put them on the air, and they begged him to stop. It wasn't until his own four-year-old daughter called and complained that he finally relented the independent reports. Now, here's the thing about that. So many things that you think are right out of the gate on the radio, they're all fake. As a matter of fact, there was a running bit that we did. I used to do a lot of phone call bits. Mm -hmm. Ever noticed how the phone rings once and the person picks up? How amazing. It never rings more than once. Right. But I did a bit where I called the operator because there are you kids out there. There used to be this thing called 411 and the operator would help you. I need right. the number for Bob in Brooklyn. Okay. And she would help you out. So what I did is I called 411 and I recited the lyrics to Jim Croce's operator. <laughs> so 411, can I help you? Operator, can you help me place this call? The number on the matchbook is old and faded. And I did it just like that. Who was the operator? It was you. Yep. That's right. And your job, because most operators would have just hung up with me. Yeah, they would. But I just said, kept going, and you kept getting angrier and angrier and angrier. And 
people thought that I was just being terrible to an operator, when in reality, it was a bit. And I think that thing with Wham, I think that was a bit. I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. Now, let's do 7 days, 70 seconds, January 18th through January 24th. Them's the dates. Your name is Tammy Burns. I'm Joe Burns. You got Monday. Go. January 18th, 1996. Lisa Marie Presley files for divorce from Michael Jackson. As well she should. January 19th, 93. Fleetwood Mac performs at Bill Clinton's inauguration, and they sang, Don't Stop Thinking about Monica Lewinsky. I'm not sure those were the lyrics. January 20th, 1982. In Des Moines, Iowa, Ozzy Osbourne bites the head off a bat. Yep. January 21, 1966. George Harrison marries Patty Boyd in Surrey, England. Paul McCartney as best man. January 22nd, 1972. Don McLean's album, America Pie, hits number one in the U.S. January 23, 1991. The Albuquerque radio station, KLSK, plays stairway way to heaven for 24 hours straight to show they were changing format to classic rock what a dumb idea what an absolute you know i programmed radio stations for like a decade yeah that is a supremely dumb idea january 24 1970 dr robert moog not moog moog unveils the mini moog say it with me i shall call him Minimoog. The first synthesizer under $2,000, and that wraps it up. Look, I got to play something. I told you earlier in the show there was that guy, I don't know who it is, it's probably a, a myth uh, that played uh, Heard It Through the Grapevine by all these different people. Here you go. Here's Heard It Through the Grapevine on Rock School. Okay, coming in just a touch early to the second break in 1963, Barefoot Larry Justice. What a great disc jockey I name. love it. The guy who did afternoon, no, night times at the radio station we worked at. Yeah. He called himself Brother Ron. Nice. I loved that. You that would trust clean. him, wouldn't you? I loved that. I really would. But anyway, Barefoot Larry Justice, who had worked for about six months at WPGC in Washington, D.C., yeah. barricaded himself inside of the studio mm. and repeatedly played the track Prez Conference. P-R-E-Z, Prez Conference. I can't play it. I wanted so badly to play it. It's by a guy named Len Weinrib. W-E-I-N-R-E-B. Len Weinrib. Listeners got scared. They contacted the people who owned it. They contacted the police. They were something wrong. It might have been a planned event. The thing is, I would have loved... You talk about it's a different time. It's a different time. Yeah. Look, I can't play Prez Conference. But if you go to uh, YouTube, you can find it pretty easily. 
If you happen to be from the country of Poland, you're probably going to be very offended by what you hear. Or surprised. Or surprised. I don't know. Who's listening to us? Oh, that would be W-A-B-L, Amy, Louisiana. I don't know. Maybe not more, but there you go. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Okay, coming out of the break, on March 15th, 1972, disc jockey Robert W. Morgan. I love the W in there. If you're gonna Serious. go if you're gonna go for it, go for it. Yes. He played nothing but Donny Osmond songs for 90 minutes straight on KHJ Los Angeles. Now look, KHJ, that's one of the biggies. KHJ Los Angeles. You're in trouble. A lot of people uh-huh. called the cops. They uh. thought something was wrong. Uh. LAPD raided the radio station no. after receiving numerous calls from listeners when they busted into the studio because he had barricaded himself into the studio. Yeah. It says here the officers left confused without making any arrests, which is why I say the one we talked about, I think it was second break. Yeah. The man was arrested for what? I know. He just played a song. I'm only going to play one Donny Osmond song. Oh, which one? I love Donny Osmond. Go away, little girl. That's not my favorite. You probably had Donny Osmond from the front cover of Tiger Beat. I did. Up on you, yeah. You know what else I had? What did you have? Lunchbox. Yeah. It was purple. I had a Scooby-Doo. Love Scooby-Doo. Okay, let's play the song here on Rock Johnny was real. We have the ability to play one more tune, so I'll give you one more story and then play another song before we get to the last break. In 1992, The End of the World as We Know It was played for a 24-hour period with brief promos interspersed, so says the story. Mm -hmm. To introduce a new format for WENZ 107.9, The End, radio station in Cleveland, Ohio, and station underwent format change in 1996. 
when they ended the 24-hour loop. There, believe it or not, was a documentary film made about the station entitled really? The End of the World as We Knew It, released in 2009. But again, that's not a guy barricading himself inside the studio. It's a radio bit. And it's a reason to play R.E.M. So here you go on Rock School. Okay, last break here on Rock School. Let me give you a few stories that you really don't have a a song attached to them. We'll play one as we get out of here. March 2012, Chad Tainer Haney, who was the host of The Donkey Show. There was a time in radio... If you're young, you don't remember this, but in the 80s, there was this sort of morning zoo, the breakfast flakes, and everybody tried to come up with the more ridiculous name, Yes, and it was better if there was some little sexual hint to it. Right. It's back when we had the giggle girl, Mm -hmm. the the action, and I know that's how you're being sexist. No, it was an actual thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, These morning zoos would have a female there whose only job it was was to giggle <laughs> that's right just that and, and if something came on that was female oriented she handled it but the point of her was to giggle and sort of tell the audience when to laugh mm-hmm. and the thing is you know you'd, you'd look at the the radio openings and it would say you know wzzl requires giggle girl please you know please go after the job with a resume and tape of yep. what giggle giggle I know. Well, you went after Giggle Girl how many times? Couple times. There you go. Couple times. But anyway, this Chad Haney, who worked as the host of the Donkey Show, barricaded himself in the studio, but didn't play a song again and again. He just simply sat there and told everybody he was going to be fired, and then talked to listeners why he shouldn't be fired. Okay. <laughs> oh, Chad. 1985. What was his name? Uh, Chad Tanner Haney. Chad Get it? Haney. Get it? Tanner the Donkey Show. Oh. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. 1985, Davenport, Iowa, and WLLR. On a Tuesday, guy was going to get fired, Jack Daniels. He knew he was going to get fired, so he barricaded himself in the station and played. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Oh. He was told to stop. He stopped, played three more songs, and then started again. They brought in a group and fired him. Oops. Now, look, I've worked in a lot of studios. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember any method of actually barricading myself in the studio. I don't remember a lock, number one. And I the chairs were all tall chairs, so you could sit at a tall board. I don't know how people did this. No, QLT had a lock on the door. Did it really? Yeah, it did. I don't remember that. I know it did, because people would try to come in, and you would go, mm-mm. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that. I yeah, liked you people did. coming in. Oh, 
Radio station Triple J in Australia did this in 1989. It's a government-funded, government-owned radio station. Had no commercial interests. They had been playing the song by NWA F the Police in their regular cycle for up to six months because they don't have the same FCC regulations as we do here in the United States. So you can have profanity go out over the air. Right. Somebody got nervous and told them you can't play the song anymore. So they said, okay, barricaded themselves in the studio and played NWA's Express Yourself on repeat for 24 hours. In case you're wondering, 364 times, which also included a portion of F the Police in their news theme music, which they did. And so you have it. Are they all true? I don't know. There's another story of a guy up in Seattle Mm -hmm. that said he barricaded himself in the studio and he was upset about the Valdez oil spill. Yeah. And that the cops had to come get him out. All I can think of is the George Carlin bit where he says, a man has barricaded himself inside of his house. He's unarmed and no one's paying any attention to him. Why would I pay attention to you? But apparently the cops had to come because listeners were taking him food and and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I used to have listeners bring me food. Yeah, you did. You want to hear a dumb radio bit? Sure. I went around the town and I got, this is back when there were payphones, and I got the numbers off all the payphones. And I would just call them randomly. And I would ask, because I knew what was at each payphone. I wrote it down. And there was one right across from a Checkers Pizza. Remember Checkers Pizza? Yep. And I said to the woman who picked up the phone, can you buy me a Checkers pizza and bring it to the radio station? And God bless her, she did. Oh. She did. And we just let her raid the prize closet. Oh, Go yeah. Go there, take t-shirts, take some for the family, the whole smell. Get, oh. get the thing by the Beach, cl- the, oh, uh, beach, beach Boys. boys. Oh, was it's the general, all there. The general manager was so upset at me, but I had high ratings. So yeah, you I, did. I could hang tight. Look, that wraps it up. It's just a fun show, a little bit of storytelling, and that's that. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Tammy Burns. We're going to finish with what started at Stairway to Heaven. Doubt we'll get the whole way through it because it's a hundred minutes long. Oh. Class is dismissed. <laughs>